hey, down here, it's me, Nathan. I'm going to give you the Patreon shoutouts for this week. These people are a part of the Golden Skull tier on our Patreon, which you can go to at pppoopoo.club. No, that's not a joke. Go ahead and test it out for yourself, like these people did. Dion Thomas, Eddie De Santiago, Emily Lyon, Jet Set Spy, Pilnock, Kyle Hatfield, Matt, aka Stormageddon, Michael Robertson, Nancy Konak, Nene12715, Robert Fortner, Ruben Castillo, Sammy V, Spence, Stephen Mayfield, and Zach. Thanks, snacks. Welcome to Hamburg Lord, the show where we explore the weird characters in history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I have a quick question, which is, why do we call it an oven when we oven in the cold food of out hot eat the food? <laughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Much to think about. Well, here to have this big think with us is our good, good pal, Aaron. Hey, Aaron, what's up? Hey, what's up? I'm, you know, I'm really known to have a big think, so I'm, mm. I think I'm the perfect person to bring on this podcast. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Really, sure. Really not a good guys. think, but a big one. A big one. Yeah, yeah, just a big one. Well, speaking of not good, but uh, big, uh, what's your favorite fast food order? Ooh. My favorite fast food order? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, it's probably just a double cheeseburger from Five Guys. Sure. Yeah. With, okay. the, with, the, yeah. Cajun, with the Cajun fries. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. And then you get one of the weird... And then and then Five Guys always has those fucking weird ass uh, like uh, soda dispensers. Yeah. So I, usually, so I usually go balls to the walls and get like fucking grape seven up or some bullshit. <laughs> okay. Like just, All just right. Because of, just because of the chaos of that kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Those Coke machines are fucking awesome. Yeah. Honestly. We've had you on the show before <laughs> and I don't remember if that if the Five Guys was your answer before but I know we didn't talk about the coke freestyle machines <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. the coke freestyle machines are i could do a whole <laughs> filibuster on that right now and say fuck both of you shut up i'm gonna talk about the, yeah. the coke freestyle yeah. machine yeah, 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 i'm yeah. gonna talk about mango canada dry mm-hmm. i'm gonna talk about mellow yellow sprite or whatever like yeah. let's go i can't be trusted with any of that shit because the first time i was ever exposed to the idea of like putting a different flavor thing in a soda was uh it was whenever sonic started doing it and they were like hey you can put like yeah the very same uh ben schwartz uh he uh basically they uh essentially were like hey you can put these like different flavor things and like your drinks or whatever you can mix and i'm like okay cool i like coca-cola i like chocolate don't do that Uh, you don't like chocolate coke like it's not I think I don't know what I expected. That's like a weird regional thing that I've heard people really like. No, sure. Like I will fucking die on the hill that like the salted caramel Pepsi they did was fucking awesome. Um, but like chocolate Coke, not not for me. Wow. That there are two small updates for me. <laughs> speaking of weird weird sodas, which is one Starlight Coca Cola is good. It is good. I like, yeah, no, I like the space flavored. It's not, it's just nutmeg, is what it is. Sure. Great. The second one is that Nitro Pepsi, very good, in my opinion. It's smooth and creamy Pepsi. I've been meaning to try it. I just is that the Pepsi with less carbo- carbonation or whatever the fuck? It's it's lightly carbonated, and people are like, it's flat. I'm like, it's it's shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I want to try it before I reserve any judgment on it. Um, right, but it, but it know. still tastes. But it's, okay, but here's my question: It still tastes like Pepsi. Yeah, that's my problem with Pepsi. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, you're not no, getting I mean, past listen, that. Listen, that is why that question had to be asked because sure. the level of carbonation is not going to change my sure. opinion on Pepsi. Sure, sure, sure. Right, Pepsi isn't okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so speaking of drinks, today I'm talking about three items of food. Um, I noticed whenever I was just going through older reports to try and get some, like, some sort of thing close to an idea of what to cover on today's episode. So today, uh, dear reader, um, I wanted to bring and discuss a little bit three discontinued fast food items, um, from big places 
that still exist and are very successful, but they just don't exist anymore. McPizza, McPizza, McPizza. Let's go. I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> I, that is in there. Yeah, baby. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> do you guys remember 2016? Uh, you know, that, that really terrible thing that happened. We're all talking about the same thing whenever I say, of course, that one time Burger King released a burrito. It's that terrible <laughs> thing that happened in 2016. Was this, um, this is like the 79 cent burrito or whatever the fuck that Burger King was doing. No, this is the Whopperito. This is how Liberty dies. Um, oh, what now? The Whopperito. Okay. It is exactly as it sounds. It is. Quite literally, just all of the Whopper ingredients wrapped inside of a tortilla. They, like, put some, like, light taco seasoning on the meat and used queso sauce instead of ketchup, mayo, or mustard. I have one very specific question. Yes. I don't know if you have the answer. Yes. Is, it, is the meat of this... Like ground beef, or is it like an actual Whopper patty that they've chopped oh, up? Oh, I got bad news for you. <laughs> is yeah, it the Whopper so patty they've chopped up? In, no. the prom- in the promotional pictures, it is. Crumbled. Um, okay. But there are pictures that people have put online that, like, man, they look so fucking gross. They just, like, yeah. opened up a Whopperito and took a picture of it, and it looks like a fucking, like, dirty diaper, dude. <laughs> like, There's pickles in the burrito! Yeah, which, like, here's the thing. Like, I am trash. I host this show, of fucking course I am, right? Um, Like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know if I would have really eaten this, you know? So it was it was kind of speculated that it was introduced as a way for Burger King to compete with the expanding like Tex-Mex like fast food market like Taco Bell really fucking taking off and really just like appealing trying to do the whole like we're appealing to stoners thing. But like, come on, like I I really do feel like if you were looking for fast food like today, like Burger King is never your first choice. No, Burger King needs to know it's lame. Burger King is the only one open at 2 a.m. on DoorDash. Totally. And that's like the it. Yeah, no. When I when I worked a job that was next to a Burger King, I would only go there for lunch because Chicken Juniors were a dollar and McDonald's was farther. That's it. Wait, th- there was a Mac wrap as well. I, I, I don't get into that. But oh. yeah, like it was around the time like uh, the Mac wrap I do remember actually having. Because uh, they used to do, like, actual, like, weird, like, chicken wraps and stuff like that, too. And, like, everybody kind of, like, tried this for a little bit. But it was just, like, fucking why would you, you know? Like, I, I really do think that Burger King as a place would be a lot better off if they just leaned into the fact that they are never the first place they think that you think about, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Like, it's, that's kind of really all there is to it. Like, I, I feel like I, I didn't really get a whole lot into this one. Usually there's a lot of, like, analysis on some of these because the rest of these two happened in, like, the 80s and early 90s. So there's time for people to think and reflect on them. Like, right. this wound is still fresh. Okay, so <laughs> because because you've now stated that your other ones are from the 80s and 90s, you're telling me that the, whatever the, um, the Cheeto mac and cheese bite mm-hmm. From Burger King isn't on this list. It is not on this list. <laughs> okay, I wanted, I wanted to do. I wanted to do like, and I I probably will do this again because I had a lot of fun doing this. Of just like things that we don't have anymore. Let's talk about them. Yeah, um, no, I like that. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I. It was around the same time <laughs> as that shit happened. I feel yeah. like that got a lot more marketing attention than mm-hmm. the Whopperito. Um, I, no, I had no, I had no idea the Whopperito existed. Yeah, like, I forgot. I, I yes, did know, yeah, but I don't same, know now. Same I, feel like I, re- I feel like I remember Burger King selling a burrito because I remember looking mm-hmm. at a sign and going, "Why would I buy a burrito for Burger King?" <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like, like in my head. So I, I obviously never had one, but I did read a few reviews of the Whopperito excellently written and i want to shout out just a couple of things here really quick first one um a write-up on their review of newsweek's review by ryan bort of the whopperito stated quote burger king's whopperito is as disgusting as it looks it's a good line and then uh vice's nick gazen gazen i don't know um 
said, quote, it is my belief that this Whopperito was made to cater to the jackass generation who want to do gross things on Instagram to show off. I don't think this was an earnest food invention. I think this is stunt burgerism created to get press and hashtags. Stunt burgerism. Um, <laughs> that's really all I had on the Whopperito. I don't really want to think about it anymore. I love stunt burgers, though, like conceptually. Same. And Burger King does it all the time. They did the ghost whopper. They did the yeah, angry all whopper. Of the ones they, they have like... in Japan are fucking cool. Like they did like a Windows 7 release burger that had seven patties because why not? Good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> good. It. It's weird because part of me wants to be like Burger King, lean into this shit more. But then they do, and I'm like, do it better, actually. Yeah, have it a different way, yeah. please. <laughs> Let's talk about McDonald's pizza. This is absolutely the one thing that I think every single person thinks about whenever you think about fast food mm -hmm. items that are no longer around or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. this is always what people think of. I like, I obviously like knew about it like culturally because everybody fucking talks about it, but I. I wanted to know more um, mm -hmm. to keep things like relatively concise as far as like how they got to the point where they introduced pizza at McDonald's uh, in the 1980s. McDonald's was fucking huge. Like right. people talk about how big McDonald's was, but until I read some numbers, I didn't really like truly understand. Um, they were double the size of their nearest competitor. And were forty percent of the forty-eight billion dollar like burger market share. Absurd. That's fucking massive. They didn't, however, serve the dinner market because at that okay. time, uh, fast food was like largely seen as a lunchtime thing. I think that is just something that has like culturally changed over time a little bit more. You know, like you you hear about people like, oh, I'm just gonna go to fucking Burger King for, uh, for dinner or whatever. Like, I go to fucking you know, um, right. And they wanted to kind of expand into that. Additionally, they were also feeling super threatened by, you know, stuff like Pizza Hut and like other pizza chains popping up. They were essentially had like this market monopoly on like cheap, fast and easy dinner time, you know. Okay. So they were like, yeah, let's do fucking pizza. And like notoriously, it crashed and burned really fucking hard because um, <laughs> they don't have it around anymore. Right. Right. Um. So here's a fun fact that I learned while researching this. One, it was never actually called the McPizza, like, officially. That's not its name. That's just what people call it. It literally was just, like, pizza at McDonald's. It's just McDonald's pizza. That's all it is. They didn't have a clever name for it. You just walked up to the menu and were like, I would like one pizza, please. What the fuck? Yeah. That's, that's so... Ah, I feel like that would wake me up in an in in inception. <laughs> I feel like if you just told me that fact and I was in a dream, I would wake up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird. And then somebody told me that it wasn't called the McPizza. <laughs> I the advertisements for for the pizza here, they have the M's shifted on their sides to look like cursive Z's, but I can't read it as anything other than Pima. Yeah. Pima, Pima pants. <laughs> <laughs> fucking I, that's so weird mcdonald's Dude, is so about yeah. their branding the big mac the mac jr the grand mac fucking yeah and, and then, then there's like pizza fun. we got pizza <laughs> we, we that's got, why we got it pizza. failed i watched some like old commercials for some of the stuff i was talking about and there's a particular line in the original mcdonald's pizza commercial from 1989 i don't know if it's the original one but it's basically just like doing uh yeah their tagline was pizza you won't believe a <laughs> yeah yeah that's a real one it's a pizza you won't believe you that know? doesn't even rhyme that's absolutely the vibe they were going for Aaron pizza you won't believe yeah no they're pizza. doing the whole like fake like silly yeah. Italian bit yeah. like that was the whole commercial it's just Ronald it's just Ronald McDonald with a really shitty like <laughs> twirly mustache the pizza you won't believe also worth noting uh, this commercial is only like 12 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> a TV spot, if you will. Oh, 100%. Just kind of looking into this and figuring out why it failed. Uh, it didn't like logistically work with McDonald's at all. And I'm honestly surprised that they made it enough of a thing after realizing what they would have to change in order to make the pizza happen. 
Um, people actually had like decently positive reviews on how it tasted. But if you go to McDonald's and you think about it, okay, like I go to, oh, view the McPizza gallery, click here. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, if you, if you like, you know, go to a McDonald's, like the expectation is like, you just get your food like really fucking quick. These pizzas would take like five to 11 minutes to prepare. And oh. that just wouldn't. It just, like, was such a huge disconnect from what customers at the time expected of McDonald's, which was show up, get your food, get out. Like, you're there for, like, five, ten minutes tops, you know, Um, when everything else takes, like, under a minute or, like, sometimes even fucking seconds to prepare, like, you know, in ideal conditions. That's just not something that really worked out for them. Um, additionally, they physically couldn't fit the ovens in the kitchens sometimes. Really? Um, and they would have to, like, it would require them to completely rehaul the layout of the entire fucking restaurant because they had to, like, you know. Put a pizza oven in there. Yeah, like, everything in, like, a fast food kitchen, like, especially a McDonald's, everything is, like, so meticulously planned as to where it is for, like, maximum efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. And that just completely threw a fucking wrench into all of that. Um, Also, the pizza boxes wouldn't fit through the drive-thru windows. (laughs) (laughs) So they would have to completely redo that, too. Um, If you went into the restaurant, you got, like, table service like you would at, like, a pizza hut. They jacked you off? <laughs> Wait. Yes, Nate. Oh, shit. Um, Be my pants. <laughs> it's just very interesting that, like, they didn't see that and go, yeah, we can't actually do this. Instead, they were like, no, we're going to pour a bunch of money into this thing uh, that was only around for a few years. And then they were like, no, we can't actually do this. We're just going to write it all off to a loss. Listen, guys, it's a box. Just turn it on its side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just go. What? <laughs> yeah. Quick. What? Just come on, guys. I yeah, said we were um, all babies with the shape thing. Guys, you got to turn it. Totally. Okay? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Into the square hole. Yeah. What? Yeah. You just, just, she just real quick, just what? Sideways. <laughs> and you have to do it really quick. And you have yeah. to go, what? What? <laughs> yeah. No. Otherwise, they won't, they won't get it. Yeah. Right. Like, that's just how that works. But uh, another fun fact I did learn is that. Uh, there were a few kind of holdouts, like franchise-wise, yes. that still served McDonald's pizza, um, The including one in Pomeroy, Ohio, that uh, sold the last McDonald's pizza in August 2017, <laughs> uh, which was around the time they implemented the, like, mobile ordering stuff and, like, all those kiosks and everything there. They were just trying to, like, cut down on, like, confusion from, like, a company standpoint down because they didn't want to, They didn't want to like, program in the pizza, yeah. <laughs> right, because then everybody else would be expected to do it, and they learned that fucking lesson. So, yeah, uh, they just kind of kept uh, on hold of that as long as possible, and I think that's kind of neat. There was, like, some, like, weird write-ups, and people, like, drove hours to go eat like some of the last mcdonald's pizzas ever created which i think is really interesting i also like that there was an overlap that that at at the same time there existed mcdonald's pizza and the whopperito yeah yeah so that's i'm in a very small capacity but yeah that's true yeah uh, you could really ball out there (laughs) (laughs) i mean the whopperito is everywhere you could maybe if they have a burger king in pomeroy ohio yeah you could you could really ball out as in you could you could you could shit your balls out yeah absolutely (laughs) uh and then finally you like you like wendy's yes bitch i do Mm -hmm. and it is it is oh Oh, I'm so glad I can have Frosties again. I come. I come hard for the Frosties. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, (laughs) my words were matching my initial reaction, which I did not (laughs) control at all. Uh, So have you ever heard of the Wendy's Super Bar? No. So imagine for a second, you walk into a Wendy's hamburgers, Wendy's old fashioned hamburgers, excuse me. And instead of seeing, like, you, you see, like, you know, you like your regular, you, like, go up to the, the cashier station, you order your food, the menus behind them, and all that other stuff. You also see an all-you-can-eat buffet of different cuisine types. Okay. That's the Wendy's Super Bar. Um, this was a thing where, unlike the other two things that shut down because they were not popular, 
this actually was too popular that they had to stop it. Um, this was essentially a weird, like, you know how, like, KFC, like, some of those used to have, like, the all-you-can-eat yes. buffets. But, like, fundamentally, that was still chicken, you know? Like, that was, like, it was, like, tied to what they served at the restaurant. The The Wendy's Super Bar was, like, it was four components of, like, different cuisines. You had your salad bar, which is essentially, like, the same type of salad bar that you would see at, like, a grocery store. Ew! You had a Mexican food station. <laughs> you had a pasta bar. And you had a dessert bar. Okay, that I'm that I'm into, but um, let's see. That's that's the Wendy's super bar. Oh, um, I'm looking up pictures and it's bad. <laughs> so the pictures are bad. So they were essentially trying to be like, yeah, you could just like create a meal and just like, you know. Just show up to Wendy's and we'll just kind of give you whatever the fuck you want kind of a thing. Like, you know, like people are people are busy and like if they want certain things and we want to be able to provide that to them, you know, that like kind of stupid, dumb bullshit marketing tactic or whatever. Here's the kicker that I think was really a big reason why this thing was too successful that it failed. It was all you can eat and you got a drink two ninety nine. <laughs> like, holy fuck, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like a lot of times they'll offer like restaurants or any place will offer something really cheap that you're like, wow, I can't believe it. And so you Mm -hmm. go there, but it's really so that you buy the add ons, right? Like you get the other things that actually are profitable to make up for the thing that isn't as profitable. Yeah. But when you explicitly say. It's everything you need right here. Yes. For the cheapest, even from back in the day, the cheapest price you could probably right. like get away with. Um no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and like uh, you posted a you posted like a screenshot from an ad in our Discord call here, but yeah, both uh the Ugh. McDonald's pizza and the Super Bar uh, were like largely after 4 p.m. because they were both like feeling very threatened by like Pizza Hut and the like rise of like like very fast casual cuisine like that people were going to in the evenings. So they made like d- they made dinner menus, which Insane. is something fucking unheard of now. Insane because like now it's like I'll just get a burger for dinner. Yeah, it's 10 p.m. and McDonald's is open my taco bell order is the same regardless of what time of day it is unless breakfast is open then it's different but like lunch and dinner are fundamentally the same thing i wonder like i will eat the same thing for both yeah i wonder if that's a generational thing it might be where it's like like a cookies for breakfast but instead Mm -hmm. it's like you know (laughs) hamburgers for dinner or whatever but like Fuck you, dude. I'll go to rallies and get a big Buford breakfast, lunch, and dinner, mm-hmm, my guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the large Buford. Yeah. So, essentially, it, you know, they, they it closed and they stopped doing it because it was too fucking popular, um, which is really fucking funny to me. Because, like, I mean, also, if a fast food place was just, like, three bucks, we'll give you a drink, however much food you want, I'll fucking do that. Are you kidding me? Like, uh, but... Part of the reason that it also fell apart was the quality like severely dipped because it got so popular that they were not able to keep it stocked or cleaned very well. <laughs> um, this guy's got spaghetti and burritos on top of it, and they refer yeah. to this sour cream as sour topping in this that I'm looking yeah. at. No. <laughs> yeah, there were like just like anecdotes of people online being like, yeah, it's like weird because when I grew up, like this super bar was a big thing, and then it suddenly disappeared. And like they said that, you know, when I think of Wendy's, that smell of like, a little bit too old shitty chocolate pudding is like the smell that they think of which i think is very funny um, this pudding got more skin than me oh. <laughs> that's fucking gross <laughs> oh. um yeah but the uh, the last super bar closed in 1998 so they like kept them open for like a little while um i think they were like trying to like ride off of the success of them for as much as they could but it was just so unsustainable at a certain point and also like if i'm going to a burger place i do not want to eat their mexican food or salads and like 
the the mm, in the chili is mm. like older burgers, which I'm fine with. Sure, that I'm cool. Yeah, like with. like Wendy's chili is like weirdly an institution at this point. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah, but to say like indeterminately old everything. No, mm. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> Aaron is Aaron is like no. disgusted. I understand this is an audio podcast. Nobody knows what that. I'm just furiously shaking my head right now. Like yeah. I have been for the past five minutes. This is all disgusting. Yeah, no, Aaron's uh, Aaron's silence for the past few minutes has been out of pure like spite and rage. Absolutely, hundred percent. Um, like. As far as I'm concerned, nobody existed before I was born. All right, this is all they might not because because obviously it was all a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first good thing that happened yeah, in the yeah, universe. That's, that's this show. Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> like I I think of the like four subsets of the super bar. I think the pasta one actually has the potential to be the most gross because one of the things that they like advertised that you could make there was like fettuccine alfredo uh and like uh, i don't want that from uh, a buffet i especially don't want that at a buffet from wendy's uh, you think the fucking pudding has skin that fucking fettuccine alfredo knows english dude. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's been around long enough and wants you to change the channel on the tv because its stories are on yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, that's uh, that's really all I had for this one. Um, if you're listening to this and you were at any of these and, you know, participated in supping upon the great super bar or anything like that, uh, I genuinely would like to know what you thought of it because I like it just seems so interesting and is not something that they could ever get away with now. Why didn't know? they call it the Wonder Bar is what I'm saying. Right. That's a great fucking name. Vandy's <laughs> um, Wunderbar. But I mean, also, they didn't call it the McPizza. So who the fuck do we know? In like, America, they didn't. In in in, oh, okay. in Russia, it's called the McPizza. Great. Um, but yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So yeah, that's a... Uh, yeah, that's... I, I want to do some more kind of reports like this where I just kind of do like some like very... Uh, not necessarily like super shallow dives, but just like kind of get like a like a cursory glance of hey, Remember this isn't this? here anymore. Why? You know, like I think I just think that's fun. Olive you know? Garden did like a breadstick sandwich back in the day. Yeah, like yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna fucking. You decided what I'm gonna have for dinner. I found a few <laughs> other things like as part of researching this that I might get to. Um, I like but this. like one in particular that there really wasn't much there is uh to compete with the filet fish Taco Bell did a seafood salad which just is the most exhausting thing I think I've ever heard. I mean it was like all like reportedly fresh fish. It wasn't like super fucking deep fried like the filet fish is. Taco Bell is reportedly Mexican food. <laughs> like, right, right, yeah. You know, oh, shit. And that was like around the time that they were like still like not even pretending <laughs> to <sighs> like, you know. I don't want fish from Taco Bell. I don't, yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's my report. Um, I just think that stuff's fun and interesting. I'm going to look into some more of these and come back in a few episodes with a couple other ones. So, oh, yeah. And remember, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember, everybody. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you have anything that you want to hear me talk about like this, uh, let me know us. in the Discord. Yeah. Get at us however you can, because I'm always loving to learn shit like this. Like, I'm I, loving it. I'm loving it. Um, well, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Right, we're back. Um, Nate told us over the break that this report is going to be a quote ding dang doozy. So uh, <laughs> did I say that? I didn't remember so, saying that. Uh, Nate, uh, ding dang do it. <laughs> okay. In German folklore, 
Oh boy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm. My opening sentence. Yeah. I always look up at the at the guest. Okay. This is what we're doing. After I say my opening sentence, this is a fucking opening statement at this point. Yeah. W- like one time I was like four billion years ago. <laughs> like, okay. Like, all right. <laughs> so in German folklore, an imp is defined as a small creature with a stone or metal face that is twisted into a grimace of a smile. These creatures would seek attention in any way they could. Uh, most of the time causing mischief. These imps were fittingly uh, impulsive and just in general kind of bastards. Hell yeah, I love, I love a shitty little guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A lot of old folklore has just like, oh, that's the little shitty man. And it, <laughs> he just lives a little fucking, a fucking little gremlin. Like. And, it just, and it's just an explanation for like, you lost your socks? Oh, well, that's the Sockenschlagen. He takes your socks. <laughs> he takes your socks. And, and and that's the that's the sock demon. Um <laughs> Sockenschlagen. That was very funny. Um so imps like to congregate with one another, but they never really work together on their schemes. Um their schemes sort of didn't involve anything more than the impish imps impulsive implementation of just Fuckery, like I said. Little shitty guys. <laughs> Shut up, Cam. <laughs> Go talk about pizza. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was usually the cause of a stronger evil magician behind the scenes if they were to congregate and do something more planned other than like the everyday imp stuff, which is just like breaking things around the house, setting fires, stealing children, you know. My normal to-do list. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Normal, boring things yeah. that, you know, we've all done probably twice this week. Yeah. So now that I've introduced or refreshed you on the idea of what an imp is, it's time to talk about the subject that I've been researching for hours now. Yes, soup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the word that I expected to come out of your mouth, but all right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> soup. <laughs> Campbell's Soup Company, doing business as Campbell's, is an American processed food and snack company. The company is most closely associated with its flagship canned soup products. However, through mergers and acquisitions, it has grown to become one of the largest processed food companies in the United States with a wide variety of products under its flagship, Campbell's brand, as well as other brands like Pepperidge Farm, Snyder's of Hanover, V8, and Swanson, which I didn't know any of those belonged to I didn't Campbell's. Either. Um, I have no place for this in the actual report, but the mention of Pepperidge Farm makes me think of Milano cookies and since DV yeah. I've had so many yeah. of those motherfuckers. Oh my <laughs> god, Milano's are so <laughs> fucking I'm about good, to dude. Order some, go- some fucking cookies after this. <laughs> dude, oh, I'm about to risk it all. Fuck, dude. God damn. Yeah. I love being unchained and unhinged. <laughs> Um, so the company was started in 1869. This, um, this company old as fuck. It was started by Joseph Campbell, a fruit merchant from Bridgerton, New Jersey, and Abraham Anderson, an icebox manufacturer from South Jersey. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Isn't that so old timey? Fuck, (laughs) dude. One of Joseph Campbell's brothers was named Ebenezer, if that gives you any good help. Yeah, it it super does. They sold, uh, tomatoes, vegetables, jellies, soups, condiments, and minced meats. <laughs> so later on, um, as the company grew, they started getting real serious about their canned soups. However, there was a problem in that like, they were spending a lot of money on shipping these things. They weighed a lot. They took up a lot of space. It's fucking soup. It's, it's heavy liquid in a metal can, right? right. Like That's going to take quite a bit of money. So a chemist that worked there uh, with degrees from MIT delivered a commercially viable method for condensing soup by having the quantity of the heaviest ingredient, water. Basically, I think they just were like, let's just boil it down a little bit. Sure. <laughs> have yeah. less water in it. And then they add water at home. This also doesn't really fit into the report in any way, shape, or form. But when I was reading about Campbell's history, I came across uh, a heading on an article about their history that said... <laughs> Scientists found a way to shrink Campbell's soup, which is definitely <laughs> an angle I could have gone into for this report and done some kind of like, honey, I shrunk the minestrone or something. 
<laughs> but I wanted to do something else. Holy it's just, I was shit. reading it and I, I was like, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> scientists discover miniaturization of soup. Like, <laughs> soupium, new, new, <laughs> new element discovered, soupium. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so what is what are both of yours uh, like experience with the Campbell's brand? We've already talked about Pepperidge Farm. Mm. And our fondness for it. But I am, my family was not a soup family. Uh-uh. I don't. Soup sucks. Soup I sucks. don't really like soup. Soup sucks. Soup sucks. Soup sucks. Soup sucks. The only reference I have for soup is the Campbell's commercial mm-hmm. where the where the the can is doing the where it's like rolling from the store yeah, and like finds that, that girl yeah, back yeah, home. Yeah. yeah, bitch, that's Chef Boyardee. That's not even Campbell's. <laughs> that is Chef Boyardee, though. Yeah. Right, yeah, got it, got it, right, got it. Um, <laughs> then I give no shits about Campbell, and I care nothing about Campbell. <laughs> um, I got it. Good to know. I I don't love soup. I don't dislike soup. That's my stance on it. Um, Cam's gonna run for office with Jesus Christ. Answers, Cam's, like, got, Cam's got a real centrist attitude going on right now. So like, I don't like a, I don't like a lot of like brothy stuff like i like a like a i like a thicker creamier soup i like a i like a i like a good chicken noodle though like i, I fucks heavy with that but like you fuck a chicken noodle <laughs> bitch i would i would go balls deep in french onion i would dip my balls in french onion soup actually oh, yeah, yeah uh like i like i i like if i am eating a soup i want it to be more of like what is in the soup rather than like the liquid part of itself which i guess is more of a stew but like i like that kind of middle ground yeah, you know that's what you're asking for is a stew yeah like a chili a, uh, like a totally. chili is yeah a chili is as close to the barrier of soup as i will get in in my day-to-day right like that's the that's the kind of consistency i like with a soup unless it's like a like a broccoli cheddar chili is the is the consistency you like in a soup it's a is it not a soup because that's it is a soup we're not doing this right now chili (laughs) is a soup chili is a soup Um, i don't need enough chili to have an opinion on it sure okay okay. great but like uh, so i'm right (laughs) like if i get like a like a like a baked potato soup or like a broccoli cheddar soup if it's like something that's like really really like thick and creamy that i can like just have all of great cool wonderful but if it's like as feels like flavored water i'm not into that you know it's just salt and like right. the the suggestion of small leaves yeah. in there. <laughs> like, yeah, like I have like a tough time sometimes like finishing all of my broth when I get like ramen or something, you know. Interesting. Interesting. Ramen I don't put in the like soup category. Like ramen totally. to That's me like a, is that like feels like a different an thing. exception. But like yeah. we're not we're not gonna get into this. We would never leave this call. <laughs> so I was gonna ask if you guys remember any Campbell's commercials, but I know I know Aaron doesn't. I guess um, I don't. Cause it... <laughs> the one the one that jumps out to me is the one where the kid eats Campbell's soup uh, whenever he is a snowman and then it melts around him. Oh, uh, so you say you saying whenever he is a snowman is weirdly dark, but uh, yes, <laughs> let's be real. That commercial is fucked up if you think about it for longer than five minutes. Oh, and we're going How, to because okay. that is the middle section. How long of this has that report. kid been out there? If you're cold, they're cold. Let them in. Yeah, I, I definitely remember this now. I love that this commercial still gets aired. Does it really? Yeah. Yes, like yeah. this oh, and the M M&M and yeah. M commercials. I like part of me would feel really bad if they just didn't exist anymore you know they do exist what i want to know is like who's letting this kid make this fucking mess in this house <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's water all over the yeah place. i would have gotten in, i would have gotten fucking grounded dude are you fucking kidding yeah, me like kidding me? <laughs> i walk in the house with snow covering myself um, no towel in sight I'm, that's fucking um, I, i've been researching campbell's for days now and pretty much the only thing i can remember about commercials is the one that we just watched the campbell's commercial um from my childhood um and I remember it so well because, like Cam said, it repeated every year. I think around every every winter time, it was just like, "All right, it's getting cold yeah, outside. It, it, Bust out the snowman commercial." This, this, and that, like Santa M and M's commercial, like I said earlier, are like intrinsically tied because sometimes they would just be played back to back, like mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. years ago. <laughs> yeah, but like this, something that that we do as a friend group sometimes is we'll hop in discord and just watch old commercials, yeah. which I think everybody should do. Mm-hmm. 
is just get like get real stoned or drunk and just watch old commercials yeah. and this is this is one of them that will in, invariably show up so the the commercial for those that don't know it or just want me to talk about it in a weird way <laughs> um it's of a snowman that decided it was too cold outside goes inside and then after eating campbell's chicken noodle soup starts melting he continues to eat until the snowman was revealed to actually be a little boy even uh, as a young kid in the early 90s, I was really peeved by this commercial. Dude, yeah. Um, because the boy in this commercial had sticks for hands that, when exposed to heat, turned into real arms. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, the sticks melted. The YouTube thumbnails that I'm looking at uh, after having watched this video are just like a snowman with human hands. I hate it. I hate it so, so much and like much more than that the snowman melted and this kid was inside the kid was wearing normal clothes on the mm. inside of this which means that he went outside without a coat and became a snowman like bro if you go outside in a snowstorm without a coat like it's your own fault if you if you become a snowman with a cold smile and like a fucking <laughs> carrot nose and shit no, to to be fair to this snowman, he was wearing a scarf and the snowman <laughs> on the outside of the snow. <laughs> he didn't even have gloves, dude. The snowman was wearing a scarf and took it off when he got inside. All right. I mean, like, yeah, like there, there. <laughs> this commercials, fuck. There are, of course, like other commercials for Campbell's Soup that I found in the weeks making this report, but it's typically your normal boring food commercials right. where it's either kids having chicken noodle soup or it's you know they're, they're like wow chicken and stars wow yay or it's like the other angle that campbell's goes down all, a lot which is like extolling the virtues of old-fashioned soup yeah and <laughs> um, they like meals for the family and they like nail the comfy vibe in a lot of these two like this commercial like obviously the first thing i think about is like hey that's fucked up but the second thing is like no this commercial <laughs> is very cozy because like that's the point you know it's got like the like that like low lighting a little bit like you know it's like oh it's the soup is like the jazzy warm and it's it supposed snow, to make yeah. you feel hell yeah dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> i watched another commercial it's an old man that sits around in a room in a kitchen with his family and he's like he looks at like the daughter and is like back in my day we had to walk to the library because she's on her phone and then he looks at the dad and is like back in my day we relied on each other for information or whatever and then finally he like looks at the wife who's like preparing food and then looks at his grandson is like back in my day we had dinner at the dinner table with campbell's soup and the kid is like huh we have that in my day too grandpa uh, <laughs> okay and that's the end of the commercial um, All right, sure. And then they laughed and and um, soup. I don't know. That's the commercial. <laughs> I know that the point of advertising is to just get stuff like images and phrases uh, for products stuck in your head, and then when you go out to shop, part of your brain is thinking about that brand, and maybe you think it up, pick it up, thinking that it's your own free will. But it really bugs me that the overall message of that Campbell's ad is that old people kind of suck, but our soup is definitely pretty okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> dialing the clock back even further we find a strange and until today forgotten mascot of campbell's soup the campbell's kids which i will include oh, a uh, picture of um something that in my months of research on campbell's still makes my skin crawl mm. um so i am copying the image here of the campbell's kid he looks like this um, yeah, that fucking kid. Oh my <laughs> god, dude. Um, there is an assortment of these. It was sort of like... Just looks like a little stinky man. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis the Menace, eat your fucking heart out. I hate... I hate yeah, them. I don't... <laughs> I want them dead. <laughs> All of these kids look like dolls you would find in a serial killer's house. <laughs> and they are alive. <laughs> yeah. One of the most prolific advertising decisions that the Campbell Soup Company made was the creation of the Campbell Kids. By 1904, 
This was in this is when they were injured in 1904. If the look didn't hint at it, oh, for yeah, you. for sure. Um, yeah. fucking over a hundred years ago, the company realized they needed a character that would extol the virtues of Campbell's soup. Um, it was made by artist Grace Drayton, and she like she's like, I don't know. I made him look like me because I look weird and I think that's funny is basically <laughs> what she said. And I was like, you know what, man? A hundred sure. years ago, an artist being like, they're ugly like me because that's funny. Sure. It's like really you good know, yeah, get opinion. that fucking bag. I get it, you know? <laughs> the Campbell's executives were delighted with their round and jolly toddlers mm. and thus the Campbell's kids were born. Thanks, Wikipedia. All of these kids have the dead eye stare of every character in flapjack yeah <laughs> i don't like i don't like the idea of a group of uh business executives liking their round plump features yeah i don't yeah i don't i don't like that at all <laughs> uh oh my god okay so <laughs> so uh, okay, I have to read a little bit more before I get to what I just uncovered literally in real time right now, not in the months that I was researching this. Um, so these plump toddlers represented the era, era's perception of health and wholesomeness. The public was introduced to them through streetcar advertisements beginning, beginning in 1905. Again, that's how old this shit was. It was on streetcar advertisements. <laughs> Each ad featured a jingle at the top or bottom and a can on the right of it and a and a, just a drawing of a kid um and so i'm going to include and talk about some of these their spells is what they are for sure good, 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 good. Um, yeah excellent this one is has a little girl that's an angel um and it says i'd like to be an angel and with the angel's stand but instead of angel food i'd choose some soup of campbell's brand <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like that just I I didn't read that until it left my mouth and so I'm like <laughs> I feel like somewhere some like group of dudes just turned to stone <laughs> maybe a listener or two did um if you did sound off in the comments below and there's there's your stone soup okay so here is <laughs> another you. one all day long i sing my song of campbell's soup so fine i long for you with fondness true to hold you and call you mine <laughs> no no <laughs> although i am sick there's one thing i know my hungers for campbell's <laughs> seems to only grow <laughs> <laughs> No. I want that. I want that in the like the from soft narrator voice. <laughs> a bottomless curse, a bottomless sea, consuming all that is and can be. Campbell's. <laughs> so here's here's a complete side tangent. Um, I, I thought about like doing some sort of like if we ever had time for like what are weird things that you found that you haven't really been able to look too much into. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of like Campbell's mobile games um, and for like their various like different products and stuff like that. And there's like a pinball game that's like passably good. And I can't find a record of any developer working on that that's not campbell's soup company so do they have an in-house game developer i know that stuff is like weird because they probably just like contracted that stuff out but like it the only record i can find is of it just saying campbell's soup company like is campbell's making games can they make dark souls with these children they have is what i was about to say because here's the, here's another little limerick or whatever mm. as sun and soil and silver rains said little flowerlets free the wholesome food this can contains puts spring inside of me. When you use urgent heal in Elden Ring, that's what you say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, the person the person who wrote these went on to work at FromSoft. <laughs> Miyazaki san. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. A song of Campbell's soups I hear, it thrills the heart within me. 
who woos so well my willing ear can never fail to win me <laughs> like what these are these are, these are just from soft bosses god yeah like <laughs> the campbell's kids is it like it's the koopa kids yo yo um, Wait, so, I know this is not the video game show, but yo. <laughs> Wait a minute. Here's here is my favorite one though. That wasn't your favorite? No. A forceful Campbell boy am I. I line them out so hot that when I try the people cry, my goodness, what a swat. <laughs> that one's about baseball. <laughs> or murder. <laughs> I know, I know. So in the 20th century, there was a campaign to improve sanitation standards in all spheres of American life. Advertising played a significant role in bringing the issue to the American public because a bunch of people were just fucking watching TV. And so if you have like every once in a while if in a commercial, you just be like, hey, guys, wipe your ass or whatever. They'll be like, oh, OK, OK, OK. okay. <laughs> um, many companies during this period produced goods that they claimed would fight disease. I mean, the upside is like maybe you're actually convincing people to be more cleanly and like better people and whatever. But in reality, it's just like that dirty, literally dirty trick from advertisements where it's just like. You're filthy. Buy our soup. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Foul tarnished. Buy our soup. Yeah. Foul tarnished. Buy the Campbell soup. The cream of the mushroom. <laughs> Served in the jar guardians. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> dude. Yo. You can't tell me that dude. that isn't French onion soup dude. that breaks out of them when you kill them. <laughs> I eat Campbell's soup out of a living pot. Oh. Yeah. Modding scene. Get on that. <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ. So Campbell's ads kind of were like, they, they play, they preyed on those insecurities. Uh, Campbell's early advertising campaigns, the company addressed women consumers and attempted to create insecurities about their roles as mothers oh. and homemakers within a changing modern America. Campbell's soup, the ads promised would not only be convenient, but also would be a healthy choice for their children, which is kind of true. It's in a fucking can, right? Like it's canned food. Um, so it's probably, you know, pretty good. It's 10 cents a can, but at the same time, it, like the advertising is just like, wouldst thou protectest thine children in such a meager way? Nay, purchase Campbell's Superino. That's so, super, like, that's fucked, dude. Yeah. They said that their soup was healthful, wholesome, and absolutely dependable and are the result of combining goodness and quality with materials with conscience in the making, mm. which is definitely some Elden yeah. Ring shit again. So, if I may, if it would please the pod, <laughs> I would like to combine these disparate elements into a single theorem. As stated in the introduction of this report, imps in Germanic lore would seek attention by causing problems with people and even doing such things as swapping children out of their bassinets. Um, and so what I am proposing to you today is that the Campbell kids are imps that seek to use their minor magics in order to garner attention for the brand of Campbell's the transmogrified child from that commercial with the snowman mm -hmm. thing um, is likely much older than the typical target of your garden variety imp. <laughs> but, <laughs> but nonetheless, as we have learned from previous reports on this very show, every soul has at least some meager monetary value <laughs> that can be exploited <laughs> by beings greater than us. <laughs> I believe that the Campbell's kids appear to children whose households include the cans of soup that then act as beacons and spiritual batteries for these entities. The imps then uh, lure the children away or outright snatch them in order to transmogrify their souls into something usable. However, the dark irony here is that the child in the commercial gained consciousness once again before Jack Frosting off. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. shout, shout out Michael Keaton. And then he went inside to eat, continue eating his hot bowl of Campbell's soup, likely repeating the same process over and over and over again. Hence why the commercial repeated year after mm. year. This child is just repeating the same steps of eating soup, being lured and hypnotized outside, becoming a snowman, snapping back to reality, oh, there goes gravity, and then going <laughs> inside for more soup. Let it snow indeed. <laughs> so when that commercial when that commercial airs, it's actually a live feed. 
It's a live yeah, feed, okay. yeah. Oh, and, okay. and, 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 and this child will soon be live feed for the campus oh, kids, okay, is what cool. I'm saying. Um, <laughs> soon? This commercial's been running for like 20 years. They're going to get him. <laughs> you can't make an omelet without having some eggs for some years. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. Okay, sure. Though this coordinated effort would be strange somewhat for imps to engage in because, like I said, imps don't really engage in mass planned organized attacks so much as... Eh, just doing mischief when the mood strikes, um, which is typically always for the little bastards because they're the little bastard men. Oh, yeah. Shout out. When imps are employed by a darker and more sinister being, that's when you see these creatures organize into a warlike campaign, or in this case, an advertising campaign. Mm. I've been researching this topic for months, trying to come up with who is behind these Campbell's imps that swap out children right from beneath their mother's noses, and then in advertisements claim that if mothers only feed their children more Campbell's, they would be more healthy and less apt for the imps to take them. Who in world history is famous for using and deregulating advertisements to the direct detriment of the country that he impishly tricked into voting for him? As I've stated, I researched this topic for most of my life, and it was only 28 minutes ago when writing this report that it struck me. From Wikipedia. Mm. Campbell's Soup has invested heavily in advertising since its inception, and many artifacts of its promotional campaigns have been proven valuable in the Americana collectible advertising market. Ronald Reagan. Yeah, that motherfucker. Ronald Reagan was a spokesperson for V8 when Campbell's acquired the brand in 1948. It always comes back to Ronald fucking Reagan. <laughs> fucking Ronnie. Anyway, since I've literally been working on this report since the moment I was born, I'm going to go. I'm going to, for once, leave it up to interpretation what other uh, pies Ronald Reagan and the Dark Alliance of the Grandest Oldest Party have their fingers in. Also, um. I don't know. The tomato soup is probably blood or something. I don't know. <laughs> this concludes all known lore on the Campbell's kids and the impish empire of Ronald Reagan, the leather-faced ghoul. <laughs> um, yeah, that tracks. And for those of you playing at home, I did start out by saying this report took me hours to make and then, then, then stretched was, up that time <laughs> until I said... I was uh, literally about to bring that up. Until, until yeah. at the end I was like, I've been working on this since I was a sperm. <laughs> Because I think that shit's funny. <sighs> Time dilation. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm I'm never gonna drink soup again. Eat. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> hey, th hey, thanks, Aaron, for being here. Yeah. Um. No problem. It's been a really wonderful time. I'm gonna have so many nightmares. Yeah. Tonight. That sounds about right. Do you right. get more or less high after hearing our reports? Um. It's a different kind of. High. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> It's a dry heat. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's indica versus sativa. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a whole thing. Well, hey, if uh, people wanted to find you on the internet, where can they find you at? Oh God, you could go to um on Twitter at ff fourteen. <laughs> Aaron Reborn. <laughs> Is that the first time you ever had to say that out loud? Yes. Yeah. yes. That's kind of why I was excited to have Aaron on. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think they've ever said it out loud before. I'm also on a podcast called uh, the MCU Podcast. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm on every episode. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The third Beatle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go check them. Check check me out there. Yeah. Um, you also did the art there too. Um, which I did do the art which people can buy on t-shirts now yeah which is which genuinely is wild oh know? hell yeah that's and very if, that's crazy and if people wanted Aaron to do more art for them yeah how would uh, yeah. how would they reach out to you Twitter probably cool flip a silver coin in a well <laughs> you, if you um if you play Pokemon White in a good closed room with like three candles around you <laughs> and you light all the candles I'll show up in the mirror yeah. And you'll be and real scared. And you'll be real scared. And then you and then you could be like, yeah, I'm looking for a stream package. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, okay, tight, 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 tight. Looking for some emotes. 
Oh, yeah, cool. Let yeah. me get out of this mirror and I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, if you want, if you want a, like an easier way to get a hold of Aaron, just uh, play a Trails game, then they'll just come play to you. Play a Trails they'll game, show up. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll just be right they'll there. They'll show up. Yeah, your pet, your closest pet or human will morph into Aaron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like an Agent Smith in the Matrix. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, any, any, um, any animal around just puts on my glasses and it's like Perry the Platypus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and every, every Everyone immediately recognizes them as me. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. They right. go, Aaron, Aaron the Aardvark. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, if you, the listener, have made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to support our silly shows, subscribing on whatever platform you're on, leaving us a rating, all of that super helpful you know if you want to kick us some money over at uh, patreon.com slash some good shows uh that'd be pretty cool too you heard a list of people's names at the start of this episode your name could be there um just uh kick us some money over there and uh get access to notes get your name said by one of our lovely voices it's a great time great deal you also you know help us kind of keep everything running and help us uh help uh the artists that support us and kind of help this show run so uh you can also check out the stuff that we do at at some good shows on twitter you might just like those too um our show art and music is by zach russell they can be found at cavity crew you can find me on twitter at the camdu man and you can find me on twitter at at victory position thanks again for listening everyone and remember everybody asks where's the beef but not how's the beef (laughs) 